welcome to the Wasted Animation Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Broadhurst. And hey, it's me, your boy, Liam Broadhurst. Thank you for joining us today on our second episode. Uh, if you listened to the first episode, I highly appreciate it. Um, you certainly we, had enough time. You certainly had enough time. So we originally said that we were going to do this podcast every week. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a month later now. Um, since we've done the first episode, uh, there have been a, a myriad of things that have kept us from doing this episode. Sometimes you can't just spend a day getting drunk talking about movies with your brother. Yeah. You just can't do that anymore. As much as we wish we could. Yeah. Uh, real life does happen. But here we are back again, uh, right. watching another quality Pixar animation film. Which one's that, Mackenzie? That film is WALL-E. The Wall-E. 2006... Post-apocalyptic... No, it's 2008 post-apocalyptic romantic comedy. If you can believe it. Wally. Wally. Um... Yeah, so we this is our third attempt <laughs> at recording this episode. Yeah. So let me just break down a little bit of, of how we tried to do this. So we took your feedback from the first episode saying that we should be more intoxicated while recording this episode. Yeah, heathens. Um, and, uh, oh, we sure did. And we got, you know, we took it a little too far. Uh, the first episode, uh, first take that we did of this episode was a little sloppy. It, it has a lot to do with our drink of choice. So our drink of choice, we um, we got a box of wine for each of us. Mm, um, the esteemed brand Franzia. Some Chablis, baby. Some Chablis. And mm. let me just read you off a little bit off the back of this box of wine here. Just so you know what we're going through. So it's, li- it's between light and medium bodied it's a medium dry level of sweetness. It pairs well with shrimp pasta, peppered pork, peppered pork, and your favorite book. Now that one, I taste that right away. I taste books right away because, um, let me tell you, we Good finished night. one of the boxes of wine. The other one has been sitting in Liam's fridge uh, for the past month. God. So now it just tastes like we're take we're we're drinking. Grape flavored vinegar. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's not great at all. But we are committing to the bit. We yeah. are gonna finish this box of wine. This is here. a box of wine, and Wally's a boxy little guy. He is. So you know, back to the film, Liam. Do you want to just break me off a little piece, just a little, little smidgen of what Wally is about well, here? I mean, I want to try my best because we got a lot of layers here, Mackenzie. Um, basically, let me set the scene for you. Boom, Earth. Year 2805, roughly. Okay, we did some math based on the context in the movie. We'll get to it. Earth is a desolate wasteland. Okay, it is... We got, you know, trash everywhere. We got an arid landscape devoid of human life or animal life as we know it. We have frequent dust storms, probably really hot temperatures, global warming coming at us. And there seems to be nothing moving around in this place until we encounter our boxy little boy, a little robot, codename W-A-L-L-E. That's right, Wally. Wally, and what what does Wally do, Mackenzie? What's his directive? So Wally's whole thing is that he kind of just crawls around this desolate brown landscape, um, and he picks up trash 
So he's a trash boy. Trash that, boy. That's his whole thing. Is no he, shame. Nope. So the, the world is covered in a, a layer of garbage, um, even more so than it is now, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. But what Wally does is he scoops them up, scoops up all those little trash pieces, puts them into his little, you know, chest cavity belly thing. Yeah, and just gives a little squeeze. And just squeeze, just a little squeeze, you know? Yeah, he squeezes it up and pops out a little trash cube. And he takes that trash cube and he stacks it. And then he repeats that process Homeboy. over and over Homeboy again. Homeboy makes a stack of boxes the height of the Empire State Building every day. Every day. He's a dedicated little fella. Now, this is efficient. However, it, it kind of defeats the the purpose of the efficiency, don't you think? Unpack that for a little bit. So, so, I mean, there's trash everywhere, Mm. but he's not destroying the trash. That's true. He's not, you know, vaporizing the trash. He's just putting it in a little, little pile. In the cubes. Yeah. And it's not like there's any humans left on earth for him to harm. He's just there stacking up trash. That's how I used to clean my room when I was a kid. I would just, you know, (laughs) put everything in piles around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it seems organized, exactly. but really there's just garbage everywhere. Wally gets it. Um, and it, you know... But he doesn't, he doesn't throw away everything. No. He's looking around looking for antiquities. So Wally, yes, he's a thrifter. Mm. <laughs> there, there are people out there whose whole fucking deal it is to go, you know, find trash and then, and then sell it or, or, you know, just keep it for themselves in their nice collection. Hey, yeah, people like trash... People, people there's some good find some good things in the trash. Yeah, so so Wally, you know, maybe he's anticipating some kind of robot antiques roadshow at some point, but he does pick if out. If there is one, he's set. His little stu- things, you know, he picks out light bulbs, he picks out lighters, lighters. Zip- zippos. Yeah. He's got a fine zippo collection. Replacement parts from other dead Wallys. Well, now I think that is um. That's a smart move on our boy's part here. Okay, Because yeah, just in yeah. case anything happens to him, he knows he's the only Wally left. Because he sees corpses of his brethren Oh my god, they're around. spread out everywhere. Everywhere, you know? Just rotten in the sun. Yep, just dead old Wallys rusting, rusting away. Um, this doesn't seem to affect our, our Wally. No, um, no, he seems oddly cool about it. But as, he's had 700 years to you know deal with this. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing we find out later is that our, our buddy Wally... Is indeed seven hundred years old, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's still kicking and li- loving Hello Dolly. He listens to Hello Dolly all the time. He does. He found a, a cassette tape of uh, of Hello Dolly, the the famous musical. Mm-hmm. Um, when you fell down and now, and then, you know, it sounds like that. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh man, I thought you were gonna keep going with that. That's all I got. That's <clears throat> a Barnaby. Uh, that's <laughs> hey. all I'm working with. Our resident theater expert, uh, right. Broadhurst, here. So he's running around. He's got he's got himself a, a little cockroach friend, you know, to keep him company. That we have dubbed Rochi. Rochi, uh, which you know may seem obvious to you, but I feel like he really deserves the name. Uh, but Rochi, just because he's a he's a loyal fella, you know, and it and it it does show. Um, Play on the stereotype that cockroaches can live through anything, even, you know, a, an apocalypse, apparently. That's what's happened to this Earth. And uh, it seems to take place in New Jersey, where I've heard there are plenty of cockroaches. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to why there's only one cockroach. Oh, I'm sure there are several, but this is this is the, the one, you know, maybe this is like a black sheep 
type Ooh. of cockroach that Ooh. just uh, you know goes up and is like, hey, I'm not gonna hang out with these other roaches. I uh, these maybe robots he's got some things to teach me about. Yeah, life yeah. That I maybe don't know. maybe he's been ostracized from his roach colony. Ooh. I did recently just take my examination, my final exam, Ooh. for my New York City food handler's license. That's right. And I did learn a lot about cockroaches <laughs> in that one. Interesting. So, so what I learned about cockroaches is that um, they live in colonies, right, mm-hmm. of up to 400 cockroaches. Mother that is a mother. lot of cockroaches, right? And the whole thing is that they don't really ever travel more than 25 feet away from their <gasps> nest. So if I see a cockroach in my in my apartment, I, I, I got like a nest of four hundred of them somewhere oh, yeah. within twenty five feet. Within twenty five feet, it's terrifying, right? Wow! No wonder Earth got to the you know the the point that it has at at the beginning of Wally. Because I, I, if I found, I would burn my whole place to the ground. I'm sorry. If you found a nest of four hundred cockroaches, that's the only. That's, that's the it. Only You're option. committing arson. Yep. 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 <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye apartment bye bye bodega pizza <laughs> bye bye everything yep um so wally has this cockroach friend who is, is seemingly ostracized from his colony that just kind of hangs out with him he never really interacts with with the cockroach no. he's just kind of like a tag along sometimes he squishes him yeah he'll roll over him but uh, that that cockroach is a glutton for punishment he's just fine with he really, it he loves it the sick little bastard <laughs> He pops up and he's like, hit me again. Squash me again with your treads. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he is, uh, he is a masochistic little fuck. Yeah, he is. But, but he, helps him find, he helps him find the plant. He, Ooh. The plant. So, so Liam, uh, explain to me a little uh, bit about what the deal uh, with uh, the plant is. <laughs> As we said before, Mackenzie, <coughs> excuse me, um, this... this Barren earthen landscape is is a uh, Newark, New Jersey. Of Newark, New Jersey, uh, is <laughs> ooh, it is rough out there, and they, there ain't no green to be seen. Okay, <laughs> and, um, and so while he's going around and looking for antiquities, putting his little lunchbox, and he opens up this fridge, and uh, and what does he find? But this little boot, and within the boot, Mackenzie is a little green plant poking right out of it, and now Wally. Could eat it as he doesn't know what the fuck a plant is. No, he's never seen a plant in his entire seven hundred years of existence, which is terrifying. Which is terrifying, because uh, I mean, so okay, so like this corporation has has run over Earth, right? By and large, or shall we say, Amazon? Amazon. <laughs> God, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, they 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 own everything. They they soiled the. The landscape, and now they they promised everyone they're going to clean everything up, and obviously, as we see, things are not clean. Mm. But it's apparently able to house plant life if the plant is kept in refrigerators and out of the sun. So Wally, he sees like, oh, this is a good boot, and with a you know pretty green thing on it. Yeah. Um, this is coming in my collection. Well, this is obviously not trash, I think, is Wally's train of thought. Here. Uh, okay. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Okay, so he, but he, he, has, he has, he decides what's trash or not. Mm-hmm. He's the all, he's the all-powerful judge in the matter. True. No, very true. I guess. So, so he takes it back to his place. Uh-huh. 
kind of just hides it away. He just thinks nothing nothing of it. Yeah, so look so, at it when he's sad. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a minute to describe Wally's living situation here. So he lives in a shipping container. Yes. Which is full of gadgets and gizmos of All plenty. All the things he's collected. Yeah, yeah. All the things he's collected. He's got a little TV in he's, there. He's got a little TV. He knows how to operate it, apparently, because he watches Hello, Dolly every day with his buddy Roach. Every day. Kinda, all the time. Kind of dances around. He memorizes all the things. You can see the reflection of the film and his little longing eyes. But what this shows us as well is that Wally, he is capable of feeling human emotion. See, here's where by and large went wrong, okay? And this is just me spitballing. By and large, starting putting artificial intelligence in just about every single, you know, electronic thing they could find, giving it sentience and purpose, and, and you know, my, and it really, I think, spelled the end for them. This is a, yeah, this is a trash compactor on wheels, and what they've done is yeah. given him sentience. They've given him artificial intelligence. Here. Yep, yep, yep. The ability to love, the ability to want love. Exactly. And then he's all alone out there, and it's, it's really tragic. Wally feels this overwhelming sense of loneliness. Oh, he just wants a buddy. A buddy that isn't, you know, going like, all the time, like a little, little yeah, roach guy. Yeah, it's a cockroach. It's fine, but he can't, I mean, he can't communicate with the cockroach. The cockroach yeah. just kind of jumps all over him. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm your friend. And he's like, okay, cool, man, but, like, I need another robot. I need robo-to-robo interaction. Exactly. I need a little R&R, exactly. buddy. Like <laughs> R&R, that's what he needs. Uh, no more cockroach. Yeah, I mean, he learns me. this from Hello, Dolly. So, I mean, he, he picks this up. Like, yeah, he, he needs some kind of partner. Yes, right? yes. And, well... Boy, do his prayers get answered. Oh, boy. Yes, yes, they do. Because one day, oh, my goodness, he looks up to the sky and he sees some fiery kind of device floating down from the heavens. Oh, yeah. He's following this this dot on the ground. And all of a sudden, there are, like, these jets that are about to incinerate him. And he's freaking out. He doesn't know what to think of the situation. Right. He's this fire and fury... Like he's never seen. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> like it, the world has never seen. Like the, the fire fury, like the world has never seen. Yeah, but everything that we were promised um, <laughs> is there. <laughs> and, 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 um, and so he, so he's scared. And then the, the, the ship emits the whole, this whole gigantic ship just came down just to poop out one little robot. Yep. Which is a little, it's a bit of an overkill, it, I think. I think so too. I mean, they could have just sent down, like, a pod, like, boom, it could have just and gone into like the earth. 40 of those robots, you know, and, fa- and covered the earth in seconds. Exactly. But, you know, for the dramatic effect of this Disney Pixar film... They th- send one robot. They send one Ooh. lone robot. And who's that robot? Let me tell you. Her ro- <laughs> this robot is... Her name is Eve, okay? She's a sleek little white teardrop who is... Is on Earth to look for look for the plant. Like right? she she looks like an Apple product. Right? Oh, she, she does. She looks like an Apple product, whereas Wally looks more like a little bit like a clunkier Microsoft product. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, and an old one at that. Like he's yeah. probably running like Windows XP. <laughs> probably, probably, and, and Eve Eve is on another level. Eve Eve's got you know Eve, she's got a, a blaster pistol. She's got a little scanner scanner. Guy, you know, and and um, and so and, and Wally's smitten, cause let me tell you, this this 
this robot is modern, okay? Modern. She is sleek, okay? Yes, and, super sleek. And Wally, the 700-year-old man that he is, looks at this young, fresh technology and is like, you know what? I want to follow her around for a couple days before I say hi. Yeah, he, he just wants to suss out the situation. Well, right? I mean, he has good reason because he like first tries to say hi and she, like, you know, right, right, yeah. She 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 fires around at him and he's like, okay, well maybe I should just observe from afar because I mean, as far as we know, Wally, he's never really interacted with other robotic life before. No, has he? Well, I mean. I think he's interacted a lot with the corpses of the other Wallies that right, he's but murdered. I mean... <sighs> uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, the Chablis, man. It's really making me go. Making me go for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> so he, he's followed around this robot. But he, in, his, in his... Well, first of all, and I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna hammer this home, but I refuse to condone it. I, Wally is a 700 year old robot. Okay. 700 years old. And this this Eve, she is she is pretty. She's developed. Okay, but she is young. She is. I mean, how old do you think she could be though? Maybe uh, maybe max like 200, 300 years. Yeah. I mean, like if you're thinking about. How Wally looks compared to how Eve looks, right? So I mean, she looks pretty sleek. Wally's I'm a little also talking clunky. about she's got floating parts. You know, her head floats separate from her body. True, true, yeah. But I, but ha, but you know, the ag- people in the Axiom aren't making new technology. Yeah, let's, let's exactly. think about that. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, is that they they aren't progressing scientifically right. up there. So so this very well could be. A 500-year-old robot. Yeah. A, th- a 400, 300, a 2. I'd like to give Wally the benefit of the doubt, but that's not really how these kind of things go. It's not how these kind of things go. We got an old old man robot, and we got a young, effeminate robot, and I just won't have it. <laughs> She's, she, she, she deserves to be left alone and, and complete her directive, which, as we find out, is to find the plant. <laughs> West Virginian character. I don't know, but he he believes <laughs> in, in morals. <laughs> We're in New Jersey. He, he, but it's the Chablis. The Chablis is giving it to me here, and you'll see some more too. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> We're talking, we're here with a, a Mackenzie and Cletus Broadhurst. <laughs> <Cletus. laughs> But, okay, but it, it's creepy. It's creepy when you think about it, but it's a Disney Pixar movie. We shouldn't be thinking about it. Right. But we're here to think about it. That's We're here to get those hot yeah, takes. The hot tea, man. We're that's, sipping it. That's, that's, those hot takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot take, hot cakes. <laughs> okay. So, so they, they finally interact, right? And Wally sh- is showing her around, and... And taking her places and showing showed all, all all of his antiquities and whatnot. But she has no reaction to any of this. No, she could care less, man. You know the technology she's seen, okay? No, yeah. Please, yeah. This, this little guy, he's got nothing. Nothing. She's like not even hillbilly. paying attention. She just has this glazed over look. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. And But until he pulls out the little, little plant boot, boot plant, okay? Because Eve freaks freaks the f out yeah she really does she hits the ceiling she's like whoa this 
If this is what I'm looking for, Wally. How, how could you have what I was looking for? See, don't judge a robot by its cover, guys. Yep. Nope. That's another lesson. <laughs> but, but while, as soon as Eve, she, like, takes it, and she, she sucks it into her, like, little cavity in, in her body, and then she turns off. And she's just, yep. like, lit by a pulsing green light. She goes dormant. And this freaks Wally out, right? Oh, it would freak me out, too. It would freak me out, too, yes. So Wally, I mean, he, he reverts back to what he knows, right? So he knows when when he shuts off, he's got to get in the sun. Yeah, he runs he, on sunlight. He's a solar-powered solar power boy. Because, I mean, so when Wally was incepted, right, this is like the... T- 2100s right this is like the uh, yeah. this is the 22nd century yes when he is he has been so at that point you know at least it shows a hopeful future of solar powered trash compactors <laughs> or yeah, something I, anyway it's a stretch <laughs> yeah you know he he takes eve out onto the roof of his little shipping container house and tries to get her charged up by the sun but all that does is adorable it is adorable. I mean, he's trying his best. He's trying his best. He doesn't know. He's he's uh he's old fashioned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But um, all old. that really does is allow Eve to signal her location. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Signal her location back to the mothership or the axiom as axiom. we know it to be called now. Axiom. Am I right? <laughs> hey. hey. So so this the ship comes back. Yep. And and snatches Eve and Wally's like you know, runner Eva he's doing doing his thing, trying to trying to save her, right? Because he doesn't know what's going on. Right. Even though he saw her come from the ship in the first place. You've gotta think, but he's being selfish. Let's he be is real. He doesn't yeah. want his friend to go. No. He just he was just giving his friend he just made contact with her finally. Like Yep. It's like it's like it's like meeting the girl over summer break at the community pool, and then at the end of the summer, right before school, her family's got to move, man. It's sad, but it Sorry. happens. But this we're this, moving to Albuquerque. <laughs> we're moving to Albuquerque. But Wally does the equivalent of you know grabbing grabbing the undercarriage of the car and riding it to Albuquerque. Okay, he He's, hops on the spaceship. He's skitching, just like you do in the Tony Hawk games. He's skitching. He's skitching, yep. He rides behind the spaceship all the way through the atmosphere yep. and back to the mothership, which is a, it's a miracle that he wasn't, you know, he didn't explode or he wasn't... Or just wasn't incinerated in the atmosphere. Yeah. It I think can't be a much of a barrier by that. That's what I'm thinking. You know, we've got this brown planet at this point. You see an exterior shot of the globe. Yeah. And it is brown. Yeah, it's brown probably... The atmosphere town. is probably just like walking through like a bead curtain, you know? <laughs> like, so, uh, Liam and I um, lived in Colorado for a period of time. Yeah. Um... We did. We moved there, I think, on a, a the general basis that our grandparents lived out there, right? That's, so, yeah, we so, liked it. So as kids, um, we would drive from Michigan to Colorado. All the time. A couple times a year, yeah. usually. Um, in the very last leg of that trip, Ooh, I know, I know we would go through the border of the... Great and beautiful state of Nebraska. Oh, yes. It's wonderful. Into Colorado. Yes. And going through that border, there's a lovely town of, um, what the fuck was it? Ogallala. 
Ogallala, Ogallala, yeah, yeah. Nebraska, uh-huh. where there is a like a, I don't know if it's a dairy farm. It's some kind of cow prison. Oh, it is bad. That's like twenty a miles long. It's very long. It Ooh. takes like twenty minutes to drive through the whole thing. And that smell. And it smells. Like the color brown. We called it code brown. We did. We were like, okay, everybody, here's a code brown. Hide under your seats. Some motherfucker always had to crack the window and put us all through hell. It was always dad. Yeah, yeah, real funny. Dad. (laughs) Now here we are. Anyway, um, the earth in Wally reminds me of a global code brown. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It just minus the cows and more shit. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of poop, no cows It's just You know, there's like a 20 foot layer of Feces on mm-hmm. top of the entire earth And I think that has destroyed The ozone layer right. at this point But it gives it makes a good fertilizer For later in the movie mm-hmm. Which we'll get to Spoilers But we get to the Axiom We get to the Axiom We're on this, the mothership. this big, dirty ship And it has is... all of civilization Well, American civilization. At least American. We don't know about the others, but the whole earth looks brown, so I think I think they were left behind. If you catch my drift, Mackenzie. With the way we're going, I mean we're going. Just don't believe it. Don't believe they gotta have people from every country out there. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. (laughs) It's all we can do. Wally. (laughs) But they're probably better off, because the people on the Axiom, they don't got any kind of life. Nah. Nah, they're, they're born in chairs. They're born in these hovering chair, chaise lounge Ooh, it's like a love deal. seat. It's like a chaise lounge. A floating chaise. Yeah. That yep. takes them around. And so, so they're born in there. They never have to walk. Ever. They never have to extend their arms. Their skeletons get all, they're all shrunk. They, so, they've evolved to be thin and brittle with a lot of fat, no, gelatinous bodies. No, so, yeah, so what happens? Yeah, exactly. So they're born as these babies on their back in these chairs, so their limbs do not grow. And it's a fucked up su- uh, sight for children to see. This is a G-rated movie, yeah. right? Oh, so yeah. this is recommended for ages six and up. Please. Right? We got some dark futures here. Like, this is... This is fucked up. This yeah. is... Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But they're making a point. We're heading there. You know what I mean, Mackenzie? Right. But you think about this, too, right? It, this is the crazy thing about okay. Wally. Give it up. Okay? I'm, I'm getting away from the plot. I'm I sorry. Don't care. No, hit me with it. Our very young cousin... Mm. Uh, I won't mention his name on the show because... You know, he's an impressionable teenager. <laughs> uh, what a boy. This was his very favorite film as a child. It's true. Right? It's very true. So, I feel like he thinks this kind of thing is normal. It's not like... Well, no, because we learn to rebel against it in the movie. You do, but like... John and Mary, they have the day of their lives. You know, the best day of their lives out, out of their chairs. So, so who are John and Mary? Let's... Let's break that down. Okay. Do you... Do you... Ooh, what's that cooking? Liam, do you smell something cooking? It smells like the... Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. It's a Ratzenberger barbecue. That's right, guys. We're it's here. the Ratzenberger Barbecue. It's the Ratzenberger Barbecue, and we're here to talk the characters 
John and Mary. One of which, voiced by the only man to appear in every single Disney Pixar film as a voice actor, Mr. John, John Ratzenberger. Ratzenberger. He's a good guy. Mm. He's a funny looking dude. You should see him in Cheers. He's also, <laughs> he's also in Cheers. Um, so, so Wikipedia told us. Uh, <laughs> I've never watched Cheers. Neither have I. Neither I have not watched Cheers either. But I think we should. I mean, Mr. Ratzenberger is about it, then I'm about it. But so he voices the character John, which is the aptly named, aptly named John. Yes, and it's the first human that Wally interacts with when he, when he comes comes into the ship, right? Because John mistakes the guy, like, the guy that's screen. Right? Each person on their chair has got like a screen in front of them that's giving them the news and like cartoons. Right. And, like you can talk to other people. It's about everything it. you need in your little shade hover shades. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. There's a little digital screen in front of you that just gives you all your. Info. It's like those iPads Sound at the familiar. airport. familiar. <laughs> oh my god. So so he so he goes next to this this guy. John, as we find out. And John mistakes Wally for a beverage cart. <laughs> Simple mistake, right? Simple mistake! Wally, he totally looks like a beverage guy. And um, so he reaches, he's, and Wally kind of runs away. He's like, I don't serve beverages. Well, he doesn't say that. He's just like, wow. <laughs> he can only say his name. He's like a Pokemon. That's what I'm, I'm hearing. There. I don't know beverages. Um, <laughs> so he goes, and then John reaches for him falls out of his chair, which, whoo, crazy, gotta be crazy scary for someone who was born in a chair. Right, and they don't have any use of their limbs, so they're just flopping around on the ground. But who does he flop into? Mary. My girl, Mary, a sweet, beautiful little pumpkin, okay? She's gelatinous as anybody else, and um, she, she they, they lock eyes, they touch hands, and it's a, it's a wonderful meet-cute Yes, and they spend the day, and they and, and they go off on a little adventure together. You know, we, we see them throughout the story, but they go swimming in the pools that no one swims in, and they're they're really living life. Yeah, they're they're really having just a great fucking time out they, here. They really are, and they learn, you know what? Hey, maybe we don't need robot chairs that give us our every whim to be happy. Exactly. Which who'd have thunk that? They have that kind of existential. Not a crisis, but existential revelation. Maybe an awakening. That new new couples tend to have sometimes. Ooh, I like this. I you like know? this. Go forward with this. Like, um, I mean, as an adult person uh. who has experienced <laughs> several couplings. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh. Um, it's cuffing season. Cu- cuffings? Cuffing season. What is cu- it just means you're getting a you're, you're getting a partner for the cold times. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Well, you know, as an adult person who is experiencing um, a a coupling or cuffing situation, as um, my brother here has described, <laughs> uh, sometimes you want to talk about more than the mundane. Sometimes you want to talk a little bit more about the existential and, um, you know broader meanings of Ain't that the truth, life right? and human interaction as more of a um, breaking the ice kind of situation rather than like some people just break the ice and like oh you like Frasier? I like Frasier too. Uh, episode like, 3 season you know another where Niles another. does that crazy thing this is Frasier. I've never watched Frasier. They do this crazy thing where they you know <laughs> it's a Frasier thing. 
Um, and then they get into the existential stuff later, but this is different where they get into it right away. Which you can't, you can't ignore it at that point. Exactly. You're like, oh shit, I'm not talking at you through a screen. What else do I not know? Exactly. And they, they go on this whole adventure together. Yeah. Meanwhile, and, while, our, while our boy Wally's trying to save the world. Sounds like that burger is pretty well done, my man. That burger is done. John Ratzenberger, well, I mean, we'll probably get back to him towards the end of the movie, because he, he's, you know... He's, we still got some condiments to throw on this bad yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The burger's gotta sit before... The, the steak's gotta sit before we cut into it, you know? Uh... So let's 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 move forward here with with uh, with our uh, coverage. So Mr. Wally is uh Eve gets taken on the ship and she's getting you know shepherded up all 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 sorts of places right. She's like getting taken by these other robots and Wally's like ooh I gotta find her. Uh, let me let me get over there and he encounters this little guy, a little robot guy named Mo, right? Or Mo Mo and um, Mo Mo's a cleaner cleaner robot and yep. he just loves to clean. And, and, you know, Wally is just about the dirtiest dang thing that he has ever seen well, in his he's life. A, he's a trash boy. Well, he's, he's been running around in trash and on Earth he's covered in foreign contaminant, which, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they have, you know, they hear all the time. But he's covered in that stuff. You know, he's covered in that contaminant. Con- contaminant! He's covered in that contaminant. And, um, he... <laughs> he, so... <laughs> So Evo, he's obsessed with him, man. He, like, follows him around. He just wants to fucking clean his ass, right? But Wally can't sit still for five fucking seconds, right? This dude so, hasn't taken a bath in 700 oh years. Oh, my God. So he leaves his track of dirt, and Evo, he's like, Ah, you leaving the dirt on the trail! And he's got to clean it up and follow him all around. But, uh, but you know, so he gets taken, Wally gets taken to the place for broken robots. Which... The repair bay. Oh, please. It's the place for broken robots. It's, it's sad. They got all the robots just trying their best, but they just don't do things right. Like a painting robot who's painting lines on the ground. And <laughs> umbrella robot who totally, like, opens up too much all the time and closes people in him. Um, yep. They got, they got uh, other... They got one a makeup robot who's putting makeup on just about anything. This is like, oh, this look is very good for you yes, on the is, wall. This is a good what? look. For you or whatever, and um, eyebrows so, on fleek. Yeah. <laughs> so Wally, he he's he's getting there. He's, he's gonna get taken care of, and Eve's getting getting taken away, right? So he's got to he's got to do something. So what does he do? Stage a revolution, as oh, any yeah. sane person would of do. Of course. Let's get all these broken robots and and you know he, take down the bourgeoisie. He organizes. Yeah, he does. Which. Is what we should all do in times of struggle. Is organize. So Wally is like a true, you know, it's crazy because you'd think somebody living on their own in an entire wasteland of you know, garbage in New Jersey would be a staunch Gary Johnson libertarian type. I believe it. I believe it. You know, he spent seven hundred years doing what he pleases. However, when he comes around a bunch of people with a common attitude, he becomes more of a. a Socialist. Yeah, no, he's he's really he's, he's seizing the means, man. Yeah, he, he's ready. He's ready to go. He's ready to take down the, the 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 bourgeoisie, the bourgeoisie, <laughs> the, the you know the the people, the, the not proletariat. We're the proletariat. What Wally is the proletariat. That's, that's what I was thinking. That's the only you know, thing that was coming to my mind. Obviously, I need to see more Wally. Um, so he, he goes and he saves Eve, but Eve's like, oh. 
or no, Eve goes all the way up to the captain's deck. And so he follows her all the way up to the captain's room and hides in the corner. Because she needs to show the captain this plant. That is the directive. That's her directive. To correct... I'm going to edit this part out. No, no, no. Keep it real. Keep the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) So Eve, um, her whole directive is to collect evidence of life and show it to the captain of the Axiom. Yes. Uh, It was this... A little portly gentleman by the name by who's voiced by a great actor and by the name of Jeff Garland. <laughs> Jeff Garland, Jeff that's Garland. right. You may know him from Curb Your Enthusiasm or anything where they couldn't get John Goodman. Yeah, he's like John Goodman's substitute. But he's 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 a good actor in his own right. Yeah, no, for sure. He's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, whatever he's doing, it, he's, he's making good for VO. Yeah, they got that Goldbergs show on TV. Is that still a thing on TV? I never watched. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's cable. Hey, (laughs) is Jeff Garland in it? Yeah, he is. Look it up, okay? Anyway, he voices the captain, and we got the captain. You know, he sees the plant and he's jazzed about it. Right, but I mean, he's never seen a plant before. He he doesn't. He doesn't know what it is. He knows to look for one because he's seen pictures of it. But all he he's also born in a chair. He's also floating right. around. But on he gets his... a crash course. He gets a crash course in humanity. Like they they like play a thing on him. And he's like he's like oh what's a town? Oh it's the place where people live and like go to work and buy things and there's a square where they dance and oh what's dancing and they show some, oh, it's two people moving together and stand <laughs> like he learns all about humanity from, from his screen is that hosted by the human actor? no it isn't it's Jody. It's uh, uh, Susan Sarandon's voice yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 Susan yeah. Sarandon no, no no the human actor is um, oh what's his name Fred Willard Fred Willard Mr. Fred President Fred Willard uh, he's the only live actor in the movie, and Fred Willard plays Jeff Bezos in this film. <laughs> yes, he does. Skinny little bastard, um, bald-headed fuck. Uh, but he's got hair in this. Yeah, and he is a uh, fun fact: the only human actor to appear in any Pixar film. Any Pixar film. Any Pixar film. Does he's... he have multiple appearances? Yes. <gasps> Ooh. No, 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 no. Just in Wally. Oh. But I mean, like multiple appearances within Wally. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know if you've seen Toy Story, but fucking Fred Willard isn't in it. I have seen Toy Story, Mackenzie. I have. (laughs) And here we are, talking about... So Wally... So the captain learns humanity, and he... And he wants to, you know, put put the plant in the thing, and it's time to go home. Time to get these fatties back on Earth, which... That's gonna be hard. They they have no idea how hard it's gonna be, but they seem up to the challenge. And, but, the the big robot, you know, the autopilot, auto. Yeah. So so you find out the captain hasn't really been the captain this whole time. No, it's been on autopilot. The ship has been on autopilot, and the autopilot pilot is a sentient. Steering wheel, yes, that, called that can auto suck in and out of the ceiling. Like, it has one eye. It looks like the crazy fucking spider that you fight in the first level of the Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, well, it totally does. You gotta look up at the ceiling, and he's and it's got these spinny legs. Yeah, you yep, know. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I know what you're talking about. 
And but yeah, it, it, it he's he's going around and it's voiced by the Apple uh like text to voice application. Yep. Yep, we looked up who voiced it on IMDb, and it was just like, oh, well, it's, it's an app. It's a robot. <laughs> like a real robot. Well, I'm glad they're finally giving robot roles to actual robot actors. Yeah, you, you need that AI representation. You do. You really do. Uh, <laughs> modern film. This is 2008. Hey, that was when Obama was elected, man. So. Yep, I was in the 10th grade. That's uh, right, I was in the 7th grade. It was a time. So this robot, okay, autopilot, auto for short, he takes over everything. He locks the captain down, down in, in, in the proverbial brig, right? And he tells, he tells all the people like, hey, don't worry, everything's fine. Um, we're just staying the course and we're going to stay in space forever. But oh, the, the captain's got some other plans. He does, and, uh, you know, what the captain does is he just tries to override everything on the ship, right? It's mm-hmm. a manual, man. He's so, going for it. He, so the autopilot, he shows, he shows the captain a secret video that was sent specifically to the autopilot robots, and that's from the year 2110, where Fred Willard, our man, the main <laughs> president guy, okay, he's like, hey, autopilots... Just stay out in space, okay? Earth is a shit show, and we can't clean it. Um, we're heading out. You should head out to. Don't know. ever come back. Don't come back. It's not worth it. But but you know they got the captain's got a plant in his hands. He's like, oh no, nobody's wrong. Look, we can grow plants. Like Earth can grow plants. And Otto's like, no, um, you, you can't do that. So I'm gonna lock you in the brig. Right. So he locks him in the brig. He, he zaps Wally and throws him down the trash chute. Right. And you think Wally is done for it. That's what you think. Right. I mean, yeah, he, he's all he's all zapped and he goes down. And Eve goes down. He, like, turns off Eve and throws her down the trash chute. Yep. And, um... And they end up in this weird Sarlacc pit yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like in Star Wars, yeah, right? Yeah, all the trash around. It's and... like the big trash pit. And they got wall A's. And you see, yes, you see... Scooping up all of the debris around them that are they huge are wall, like giant huge wallies. wallies, but they're wall A's. Wall A's. Yep, they're just big boys, and that are, they're compressing all of this stuff into giant trash cubes. And what are they doing with it? They're shooting it out into space. So Eve's freaking out, you know, and Eve's like, "Wally, where are you? I gotta find Wally." So she's you know going around and looking for Wally, and then she gets she gets you know crushed into a cube. And put on the dock to be shot into space, and she notices Wally in the cube next to her, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta save him." And who comes to save the day? Mister Mo. Mister Mo. 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 M O. The cleaning boy. The cleaning boy. He comes down and he he sees Wally, and he's like, "Oh, foreign contaminant. I gotta run after him." So he runs. He speeds his little, you know, little wheelie legs as fast as they can go, and and he and he goes. And he wedges himself. In the doorway that the airlock is in for for, for the the trash chute. Yep. Right. So it allows it gives them just you know the right amount of atmosphere to zoom back to where they need to be. I well, guess. the door doesn't close, so the the other door doesn't open. I think is the deal. Uh, no, but it does open, and the trash goes. But then Eve was like, Ooh, she's like flying against the. The anti-gravity or whatever. The, yeah, the G-force. Yep. Yeah, She's yeah. pulling against the G-force. And, and then uh, the wall A's close the outside door. Yep. And the wall A's become, like, 
friends. Well, yeah, they make it through, and they're like, oh, shit, sorry we almost put you into a cube and ejected you out into the fucking infinite space. You're a robot, I'm a robot, we're in this together. We're in this together. Brother, Brother man. And what they do is what Eve flies them up through the... The, the tube again. Right? Yeah, yeah. She goes all the way back up, and and uh, and the captain is fighting fighting the the robot at this point. Right. right. He's yanking on him. It's like an old pirate ship style wheel, but also like you know super futuristic. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's he's gotten he's pressed the button that puts the ship into like re-entry mode. So right. all, all the people's chairs are like coming to the pool, and like the big. You know the 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 green glowy thing that where they got to put the plant. You know it's it's by the pool and they're all watching watching the captain fight the autopilot on on the cameras. It's right. meant to be a show, right? When they finally find life, they want to bring everybody on the Axiom into the central hall, right? Yeah. And show them in this big column that they have found life on Earth. Yes. Right. So there's this big back. like performance column that shows up. Yeah. Right? And it's like, put the plant here so it's, everyone can fucking see it. Yeah, so, so they gotta do that. Right. But the main the main auto is making it hard, right? And he's like fighting the captain and and the captain stands up and walks, which like, <gasps> no one's ever done that. And everyone sees that on the screen. They're like, whoa, these little appendages, that. like, they can stand on their own? They can support my big girth? Yeah. My, my great girth? <laughs> of, which they, of which they have. They got some, they got some good girth. Oh, yeah, on. sure. I mean, like, the whole middle section is, is definitely uh-huh. maxed out. But, but they got... And so the autopilot starts rotating the ship, so everyone starts falling, right? And, and so they start sliding down, and, and then we meet John and Mary again, and they save a bunch of babies. They fall out of their chairs. That's the whole thing, is yeah. everyone falls out of their chairs, and they don't know what the fuck to do. But they start sliding, because the ship is tilted. Right. And they see all these babies just flying down at them, and Mary says to John, Well, John, looks like it's time to have some kids, which... That's... I don't really get... But... She's going for the catchphrase game. Hey, you yeah, know, it was a swing and a miss, I think. But when you're in that situation, you can't really think of a good catchphrase every so often. And together, the two of them linking arms uh, create a barrier and protect all these infant babies from sliding to. Do you death. have a better? Do you have a better catchphrase for Mary? <coughs> um. Uh, Do um, you? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of when. Um, uh, 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 Looks like we need to get an arm full of babies. Uh, <laughs> uh, look at those babies. Diapers need to be changed. Seems like we all need a change. And <laughs> 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 then he throw. Uh, they use their you know muscles to save the babies. These babies are most definitely shitting themselves right now. We need to start walking and caring for ourselves. But wait, is everybody shitting themselves? Like, is that? I think they got toilets in their in their chairs. Mm. You know, like like in like. But there's no bottom compartment. It's just a flat chair. Only there's a toilet robot. Poop transport. Requesting one poop transport. That would be the worst job. Well, it's a robot. It's like yeah, I'm the shit guy. 
That's what I do. I'm hollow. I just come on underneath you and you just poop. Yeah. And, and, but the, So the captain's struggling against this guy, against this autopilot. And he reaches up and there's a very open, very clearly labeled switch <laughs> that says autopilot or manual. And so he puts his chubby little finger onto manual and then all of a sudden <laughs> our problems are solved. Yep. That and was it. And now he can fly the ship again. And and they put the and but oh but then Wally got crushed by the column because the auto was trying to close it. But he like trying to give him his last little bit of strength to try and save the right like this huge performative plant column. Wally's trying to put the plant back in it, but he gets wedged in between it. He gets and, crushed. Uh, that dirty. Uh, Ocarina of Time spider wheel Yeah <laughs> uh, Crushes him Little meanie Yep Mean mean boy Eve is trying to pull him out uh, She doesn't really succeed Until Jeff Garland Captain boy Yeah uh, Flips the switch And then it all stops She pulls him out But he's fucked up Oh he's Wally beyond is, recognition Wally is as, as far as we know He's, he's dead. wasted man yeah. He is gone Yep no, he is, uh... His little eye boy is crushed, and, and he's a hurting turkey. He's a martyr for the human race. But they, they, go, into, they go into overdrive. Yeah, he's Jesus. They, he died for their sins. And then was brought back to Man, life. Man, why do all these Disney movies gotta have some biblical fucking reflections? So, well, let's around? go. So he dies, okay? And Mary is like, oh... Eve, right? Oh, this is Wally. And they go to hyperdrive, and they land on Earth, and Eve... You know, pushes his ass out and and you know gets him some some different parts, some spare parts from his from his cave. Right. right? Yeah. No, they go back to the shipping container where he has all the spare Wally parts. Uh huh. Yeah. <coughs> that he's pillaged from all the corpses. Let's not forget. Right. Okay. And and then she brings him back to life, but but he has no memories. He has no memories, which is is kind of sad. I guess, but... It's I mean, it's like giving someone a new brain. Like, you give me a, a completely clean brain, I'm not even going to know how to speak or walk or, or do anything. I mean, at least, you know, Wally um, knows how to, uh, you know, do his basic functions, but right. he has none of his personal memories left but, at all. I mean, honestly, we should consider we should consider Wally and Eve lucky that all she had to do to restore his memories was touch her forehead to his. Right, like she she gave him a little like implied like a little smooch, right? That, it's that's like what a was spark. going on, it's right? A little spark, it's a little zip zip, a little love connection, a little zippity zap, and um, and all of a sudden Wally he's coming back and he's ready to live a happy life. Uh, with in this new person colony that 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 uh, Jeff Garland is 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 creating. Yep, Jeff Garland spills all the humans out onto this trash world. Um, he sees all the little children playing around and puts the boot in the ground, and he's like, "This is called farming, kids." And then all of a sudden, I guess he's got plants. Yep. And, and a whole civilization, and the world lives happily ever ever after. Ever after, and you you know you zoom out on their whole little thing, and uh, you zoom out into the further world, and you find out that there are actually plants everywhere that they just didn't look beyond New Jersey at this There's point. Like, oh like, wait, New Jersey just looks like this? Yeah, shocker. I know. 
It's like everywhere else has plants. I, I know you evacuated all the citizens citizens of New Jersey. Um, citizens of New Jersey for some reason, but uh, nobody else. That's who we gotta save. The people in New Jersey. I got I got no hate against New Jersey. I, uh, but yeah, I got a little hate against New Jersey. I mean, it's just kind of lame. It's a lame place. But but their people deserve to be saved, just like the rest of people. But they seem to forget about the rest of people yep. in Wally. They sure do. So let I mean that brings us into the conspiracy corner. Let's talk about that for a sec. Yeah. Why not? So so what is your uh, we're we're gonna go hide in this little corner over here where we, you know, these are movies made for children, Liam. Yes. You know this, well, right? Yes. But that's at face value. At face value, behind the mask, what is really going on? Well, what do you think is really going on here in the world of Wally? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I think's really going on here. Okay, I think, I think the plan to clean up Earth and and uh, save it and bring everyone back. I think it was sabotaged by Wally. I was gonna say the same. Thing. Were you now? I was. See, because the corpses, that, that's that's a shady thing. Why why is Wally the only right. robot no, that's still exactly. around? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He's walking around taking parts from everybody. What if he murdered all of them? In order to let him survive forever off their parts. Yes, exactly. He knew that all the parts were going to expire eventually. But... You know, having an infinite supply. Yeah, exactly. And and, but it's it's strange because it's not like he even wants to, like, uh, it's not like he even shirks his duties. You know, it's not no. like he doesn't think that you know he can clean up the earth. And it's like he literally thinks that he's the only one who can clean up the earth. So he must murder everybody else to be our Jesus figure. Well, he's got to act natural, you know. Yeah, like, oh, look at all these robots. Yes, it was so sad. Oh, watching all these robots die and letting me harvest their organs. I'm so lonely. I'm, I'm so lonely. I'm the only Wally left. Oh, aren't I unique and special now that I'm the only one? It's creepy. It is a little creepy. It's creepy is what I'm saying. I mean, I, I got other thoughts about, you know, like how Axie, uh, the auto, you know, the autopilot... He just turned him off, but if anyone crawls on that ship and turns that autopilot on, all of a sudden he's got control of a big old warship, and he's going to come down raining hell and fire over over everybody. Right. I mean, but as we see in the post-credit, well, during the credits. During the credits. It's not post-credits. It is d- duro credit, credito. <laughs> the Axiom has grown quite a bit of vegetation all over it. It which, has. It's I mean, unused. But if some, like, rascally teenager, you know, goes in, they're like, ooh, I bet you won't spend a night on the Axiom. The Axiom? That's been abandoned for 50 years. Like, yeah, what, you chicken? And he goes on and he accidentally presses that button. All of a sudden, we have a new apocalypse. Perpetrated by Otto. True. And I think, you know, that's where the cars come in. Ooh, is that where we go into cars? I think so. Because what we see... Right during the credits of Wally, is that they plant that boot in the ground with the plant, right? Uh-huh. And it grows into this huge, beautiful tree. Big old tree. Right? Right. And there's a boot right in the center. Uh huh. 
just like there is in a bug's life. Ooh, ooh, so you think this tree, all of a sudden, you know, everything, the, the radiation is making the bugs live long and, 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 and intelligently and whatnot? Well, we see that. We have an example of that with Roach. my unsung hero oh, the unsung of the hero. film, okay, okay. Mr. Roachy. Roachy. This is a sentient roach. That cannot die. Cannot die. And also, let's talk about it. He saves Wally's life. Oh, sure. Like, Eve comes with a broke busted down Wally. Roach doesn't ask any questions. He just says, you know what? To save this, we gotta go back here. We gotta go back to the place. But Roach, he's a good fella. But unsung hero? I I mean, he just... I I take it at, at... I guess face value, right? When Wally's all alone, he doesn't have any friends. Mm. Rochi mm-hmm. is the only one that is there for Wally. Do you think Wally is even going to give Rochi the time of day now that he's a new hero of the human race? I mean, I'd hope so. You'd hope fame wouldn't change him. But he's already a murderer, as we've discussed. But it does. That's the whole thing. Fame does. Fame does. Well, I, I mean, my unsung hero... Okay, is is our little cleaner boy, Mr. M.O., Mr. Mo. Okay? Mo. I mean, let's let's not forget that if it, if not for Mo, these these even Wally and the plant would be, you know, Dunzo. Dunzo yeah. just like floating Shot around out in, in space. space. You're right. Like, with nothing. Yeah. So in that regard, maybe M.O. is too sung to be an unsung hero. But I don't think he really gets the credit he deserves. He doesn't. No. He, he you know, at the end he's there. I mean, but they, he's part of their little misfit robot colony but that they have. Wally and Eve's romance is is the uh, takes the takes the cake takes which, the cake that is the center which of I'm the not, end of the film. We're not condoning it because again we've talked about the age difference. Yeah, and it's a little weird. It's the age difference is weird, but Mo Mo really la- wants. He's a fan of them. Mo wants them to survive and their relationship to survive, and I. I gotta relate with that, you know? M.O. doesn't get, get the girl for himself, or he doesn't get any reward other than to be, you know, the third wheel f- perpetually of these two, you know, human-saving robots. That's very true. Think about how many how much foreign contaminant is on this Earth. Mo must be freaking out. But he, he must be together, freaking out. But he holds it together for even Wally. And I, I can't ignore that. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna have to switch sides and agree with you there because Rochi was gone I mean I mean Rochi's there and I think he survives through till the next film in the you know chronological anthology right which I think is a bug's life but it's the grasshoppers are the evil ones right we don't encounter a cockroach in in a bug's life well we'll have to find out when we do bug's life which probably isn't it's not gonna be next week folks yeah so deal with it you gotta you gotta you gotta you know sit and wait and you know, ruminate like we will. Maybe we'll play a clip of this episode uh, during our A Bug's Life analysis. But only if you're lucky. If you, the casual listener, are lucky enough. So, count your blessings. So, Liam, I just, um, we're getting near the end of the show here. We did very, we did a lot of better with time management this time. We really did. This is our third take again. Uh, the first time we got too drunk. I don't think we really talked about the second time. Second time didn't work. Just didn't work. Well, we uh, we got too stoned. We smoked time. a lot of that sweet 
green. The sweet green. Kush. And it was just, it was just, we were, we were, we were way too, way too, way too chill. Way too chill for it. I, you and know, Wally, it was Wally a, deserves a little more enthusiasm. It was boring to listen to. Yeah, I, I had, I was bored, and I love listening to myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing next week, Mackenzie? Now that we can, we have a schedule and we can do it weekly now. I promise you. Yep. Well, before I tell the casual listener what we're gonna do next week, I want to hear your final thoughts on Wally. Just a, uh, a, a <sighs> end cap. Here. Final, final, my final end cap for Wally is, it is a beautiful, heart wrenching film of acceptance and. Um, and, you know, forging into an unknown darkness. That being said, if you're drinking along to it, don't drink uh, whenever you hear the word Wally, because you'll be drinking the entire movie, as we found out. The uh, first take. The first take, as we found out the first take. I, if you're drinking, take it easy, and don't drink your feelings, because the movie's going to give them to you. Yep. You know? Mackenzie, what do you got to say about Wally? So, my final thoughts from Wally. Um, you know, it's like I've, I, I feel like I've mentioned this notion throughout the show, but uh, it is an animated film that is not designed for children. So, y- you know, um, it's presented as a G rated film mm. for small children to watch. However, it has many very existential, a lot of adult complex ideas. Themes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like. You know, if there are any children listening to the show, which I doubt, you should probably wait until you understand, um, you know, capitalism, capitalism <laughs> to watch this show. And just how big this universe is, because let me tell you, we're a small part of it, fellas. We're just a little, little speck. Um, you know, but other than that, like I said at the beginning, it's a post-apocalyptic romantic comedy along the lines of fucking... What's it like, fifty first dates or something about the something something something, something like that something, something like, like that. that if Adam Sandler was seven hundred years old and Drew Barrymore was like you know a sleek two hundred fifty ah, year old and this takes woman. me into a whole another conspiracy that I have about the Sandler verse which may even you know maybe that'll be another show we got a whole other podcast we, we can fill a whole you, you other podcast know. with that um, with, with the Sandler verse. Um, but no, this is not a part of the Sandler verse. It is an ex- existential romantic comedy um, that is fine for the whole family as long as you're eighteen and over. Yeah, just give it a watch. Give, give it, it a watch. watch. Give it a listen. Give it a think. Give it a watch. Um, so thank you so much for yeah. joining us for this uh, this hour. I'm glad uh, we, we kept didn't it here an hour. Yeah, last time. You know, we we, we kind of went off the rails, but I'm glad you're back. We're back. The listeners are back, and we've, we're uh, we're ready to we're ready to throw out some content. Aren't we, we really McKenzie? we really are. So we're really going to try to do this more regularly. Um, this mm. past month has been a little crazy, like we mentioned at the beginning. But uh, I don't know. We'll put it out. Put the next one out whenever we get to it. So be ready. Be ready. That's all we got to say. So the next episode. Um, what are we doing, Mackenzie? Reveal it to me, because I want to know. I've been. Aching to the know. next film we're gonna do is gonna be Inside Out. I haven't seen Inside Out. I haven't seen Inside Out either. Ooh. I've, I've uh, downloaded it on my computer. Let I'm, me tell you, we're gonna get inside 
We're going to get inside, inside out, that out. And we're going to look out from inside out oh, and yes. see all the out there really is on the outside of inside out. We're really going to do it. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Wasted Animation Podcast. Mm. My name is Mackenzie Broadhurst. And I am Liam Broadhurst, if you've forgotten. And that's that. We look forward to you joining us on our next adventure. <laughs> and cue the music! Woo!